This is Carl Nielsen. As I stood in that secret tunnel in the dark, I'd wondered what was happening to Felicia and Leif, but it was only later I heard the story from them, about the trail of clothes leading to the corpse of the policeman, the smell of cooked meat in that boathouse as if he'd been roasted. Good God, is that the fate awaiting us if we get possessed by this thing and nobody comes to our rescue? Well, then this policewoman comes along, they said, and do they tell her about the body they just found? No, they lie through their teeth. Honestly, I know Felicia was unsure if this was a genuine police officer or not, but common sense should have told them she'd find the body in minutes anyway. And if they'd been honest, then perhaps, just perhaps, they could have avoided staring into the muzzle of a gun as the prime suspects in a murder case. Done taking notes? J j just about. Now. Good. Because, I mean, we don't want to, to miss any clues, do we? No. How can you solve a mystery without having full, like, a full mind map of all the clues? Exactly. And there's quite a lot to keep track of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Already. I know. And I didn't last time. I feel so ashamed. Mm-hmm. Such a bad player. No, you're not. It's okay. But now you know, right? You know all the all the names of all the characters of all the NPCs. You know the clues that you've gotten so far. You're on track. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yes, yeah. he says, yeah. looking anxiously at his notes yeah. <laughs> as he says that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, that's... Yeah, I mean, that's um, completely on top mm. of it all. How about the thing? Yeah. As you can hear, we're only three people here today. It's not, you know, not only, it's still the three people. It's excellent three people. Andreas Lundström. Hello, hello. And Dominic Kelly. Hello. Well then, and me, of course, Matthias Redbo. As you may know now, if you listen to this in the right order, we kind of split it up. So the last episode, we just followed Ingela and Anneli's characters, Leif and Felicia. And now we're going to follow what happens inside the castle itself. They're just in a wild goose chase. We're going to solve the mystery now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then when they come back, everything is just, you know, done. And you're just waiting with a cup of tea in the, the sofa. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But, but I mean, being possessed by the enemy might be a quite large hindrance. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, that's true. That happened. That happened. That have you, did, you did that to me. Mm, I did. <laughs> On purpose. I feel violated. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I don't drink. Okay, are you are you do you have any final questions before we begin? No, I'll think of them all once we've just begun. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> go, but, but 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 no, hang on, but wait. Yeah. That's as as it should be. Right, then let's start the adventure.
Yes, there we are in the castle. At the very moment that something happens in the salon, Carl Nilsson is moving inwards into the innards of the castle through a secret passageway that you found last episode. And you have your dog, right? I do indeed, that's right. Jäger, mm. my faithful companion. Mm. So with the dog trotting by your side and a candelabra in one hand, you press on. I think you hear kind of in the behind you some kind of murmured conversation, but uh, it's nothing dramatic. Do you want to? <laughs> uh, what, what, what do you say? What, what would Carl do? Would he keep walking, expecting the others to tag along, or would he wait for them to? Oh, he'll carry on. He'll carry on. He'll yeah. carry on. Yes. Hmm. Um, I. I. Uh, at least for a little while. I mean, he's probably, you know, he, he, he's, he's expecting uh, the others to, 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 to be along in the moment at his back. I suppose that, uh, you know, pretty soon he'll sense that's not happening and go back. But I think for now, he, 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 he'll be pressing on a little. Yeah. And the passageway makes a turn to the right. As you pass the bend, you see by the candlelight something that looks like an opening into another room, just a few yards away. And there is also something else that catches the light, something glinting. Your heart skips a beat. Could it be gold? But it's very dark in front of you. And is this something on the ground? Something in that room ah. just caught fleeting reflection of something. But it's something I imagine Carl would be, would be well acquainted with. Uh-huh. The sheen of, of Oh, gold. yes. Yes, yeah. indeed. Yes. Oh, really? He'd, he'd recognize it from mm -hmm. 300 yards. Yeah. So what, what do you want to do? I'm, I will go in. Mm-hmm. I will follow this gleam. Yeah. You enter a room that is fairly small. The candlelight illuminates the walls on every side around you. And uh, you see also in front of you, there's some kind of pedestal on the floor. There's a book lying on top of it. The walls are all covered in, in frames. When you raise your candelabra, you can see that some of them are paintings. Others seem to be filled with scribbled text. Still others have small objects pinned to them. But it's hard to see unless you get closer. The room is very dusty here. It immediately coats your tongue as you take a breath. So, uh, breathing only through my nose, <laughs> yeah. I, I approach this, this pedestal and this mm. book and take a closer look. Yes. You see, indeed, when you get closer, that the pedestal is ornated with golden leaves. Mm. Must have been them catching the light from your, from your candles. There's also something written on the pedestal. You see now that you get closer. Do you... I, I peer at it. Can I tell what it says? <laughs> yeah, I think you can. I mean, Carl isn't, uh, he isn't an avid reader, is he? No, he's... indeed he's not. But I mean, this he can read. It's not, uh, it's not too hard. It says, Our lives for our comrades, for the protection of mankind. And yes, there is a book on the pedestal. A large leather-bound folio, and it's closed. It looks old, 
you'd say. And there's no writing on the front of it? No. I, uh, I put out a hand and open it. As soon as you do, a cloud of dust explodes into the air. Not dramatically, but enough to make you cough. And, uh, yeah, it's obvious this, this nothing has been touched in here for a long while. As you scan the pages of the book, you see what appears to be names of people. Page up and page down with names, written in different handwritings with different inks. At the beginning of the book, if you keep scanning, they look to be older. There are dates as well. The first ones begin in the late 16th century. Mm -hmm. There's often a little note next to the names, naming what, what you would assume to be the cause of death. Mm -hmm. Drowned, mauled, burned, mad, that kind of thing. Crikey. Killed by a werewolf. Some of them are more exotic than others. Not many died quietly in his sleep. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not many died on their porch with a cup of tea. I, I, I leaf through it until I, I have the measure of what this is, mm. um, or at least what it seems to be. And then I turn my attention to the walls and I, I, I take my candelo candelabra over to look a bit more closely at some of these pictures and frames with their scribbled notes. Yeah. What you can see when you just leaf through the book is that the names seem to end around the middle of the book. Mm -hmm. And the dates end at some time, maybe 50 years ago. Uh -huh. And there are several names that don't have a date of death next to them. Are any of those names names I recognize? Indeed. You see the name of Linnea Elfeklint there. Aha. Uh -huh. Among others. Anybody with the name of Frisk? Strangely enough, no. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. The help doesn't count. Mm -hmm. And then you turn to... Yes, indeed. Yeah, turn to the walls. Yes, when you start to study these frames closer, some of them have, uh, on the bottom of the frame, initials. Some are just, you know, crude sketch with a pen or some cold charcoal. Others seem to be small oil paintings. And still others are short poems or uh, just, as I said, an object, a feather nailed to a canvas or uh, something of significance. It wouldn't be, I mean, a giant leap of logic to assume that these are mementos mm. for the people in the in the book mm. and what sort of scenes or things do this these sketches and paintings depict there are several hundred of them crammed along the walls okay crikey what you can see they seem to be personal mm. the paintings are usually portraits of varying quality and uh, the poem seems to be they seem to be indicating of, of an important moment in that person's life or mm. a summary of their life. The objects seem to be something very personal indeed. Some are completely unexplainable. Just a cork from a wine bottle on one, mm. uh, a feather, a dirty feather, a black feather, maybe a raven's feather on another, a horseshoe on one, a dented old horseshoe. So this, this seems to be some kind of memorial room. Yeah. And as I said, there are initials and sometimes even first names or last names on these frames. Mm. You could, if you looked around, you could probably find the frame that belongs to a particular person if you wanted to. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. Okay. 
So I, I go, there's nothing else. I mean, you know, look around the floor. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing there. No, nothing that uh, stands out as especially mm. odd. But there is something, something is happening. While you're standing here studying these frames, you feel a little bit as if the air is, is moving in the room. You can feel that at one point the hairs on the back of your neck stand up. Then it's gone. Mm. It's hard to tell if it's the air it's moving from the salon in the other room or if it's something else. And isn't the temperature dropping a little bit? I, I, I look around from one side to the other with my candelabra, but I, I suspect I see nothing. No, you don't. On the other hand, your dog, Jaeger, he's sitting ramrod straight on the floor. And he's looking straight up into a corner of the room. He's not moving at all. At, a, at the top corner, one of the top corners of the room. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I follow his gaze, I look up there. Do I see anything? Yeah. When you look closer, it looks to be... Is it a stain in the corner? Like a dark stain on the wall? You can see it uh, between the frames there and on the ceiling. When you look at it closer, it looks like it's moving. It's getting bigger, maybe. Or maybe it's just your imagination. <sighs> you feel kind of a compulsion to, to look closer. I follow the compulsion, I look closer. Yeah, you get closer. And then you feel a small puff of air on your earlobe, just touching it slightly. And a voice. Come to me, my darling, my blazing sun. Bring me the books, Knut. And then the candles flicker and die, and it's pitch black. What do you want to do? I, I, I call out, who, who are you? Who, who is it who's there? You feel a drop on your head, something wet, dripping from above, running down your forehead now. There's no answer. I call Jaeger to, to, to my heel, and I, I think about where I was in, in the room, and, and I, I feel my way to what, I, to what I think should be the doorway leading out of the room. Yeah. You start uh, fumbling along the wall, feeling along the frames, trying to find that opening that you know it was there. And then you step in something wet. It's, is, it, is it a puddle on the floor? Yeah, your foot sloshes around in it as you try to, to find that exit. Then you hear the voice again. Bring me the books. Why did you take them? I, I didn't take any books. I, I don't know who you are. I don't know what this is about. It's nothing to do with me. You're mistaking me for somebody else, I think. And then you hear a very human scream, short scream, that must be coming from the room outside. And suddenly the, the candles light up again. And you see that you're standing in maybe an inch of water, suddenly has drenched the floor here. And you can see the exit clearly. I, I slosh my way to, to, the, to the exit. Yeah. You feel a cold draft on, on the back of your neck as you start walking back in the tunnel. And was that the end of the tunnel, that room? Yes, as far as you can see, yeah. It was. So this tunnel only only appeared to, to lead there. Yeah. So I, I, I stumble back along the tunnel, back, back towards the salon. Yeah, you uh, stumble out into the salon 
to the, the welcome daylight hits your eyes, even though it's a grey, rainy day outside. The room is curiously still as you step out. You realize now that the other two never arrived, Sibylla and, uh, and Otto, but you quickly see Sibylla, she's lying on the floor, her head turned away. Otto is nowhere to be seen. I, I, I walk around the room to, to, um, to, to, to where I can, I can see uh, uh, this, this woman's face. Mm. You see that she has blood on her face. She must have gotten a cut somehow on her face. And as you look at her, she starts, her eyelids start fluttering and she, she weakly murmurs something and tries to get up again. I, I, I kneel down by, by, by her side and uh, to, to take her arms and see if I can help her to a chair. As you grab her, she instinctively fights you off. She starts thrashing and gets up on her feet quickly, swaying. Let, let, let me be. Don't touch me. Very, very, very well, very well. Where's, where's Otto? Where's, where's, the, where's the priest? What on earth's happened here? Yeah, you see her scanning the room quickly, wiping some blood off her face and seeing that she's actually bloodied. And her hand goes to the gun, her other hand. He got away. Who, who got away? He's possessed. The ghost took him. Not another one. And uh, uh, what, what, what happened to you? Well, he attacked me. That's what happened. He's got a mean right hook, that father. I can tell you, he didn't use those hands to only carry the scripture. There was some real strength in there. He completely surprised me. He's a, he's a strong-looking man, that, that priest, I have to, I have to say. But... But, um, I mean, it must be because he is possessed. There's, there's nothing in his character so far to suggest, nothing I've seen which would suggest that he'd be, he'd be violent of his own accord. Hmm. But, good heavens, be, it, it was the priest himself who, who, who helped drive this ghost out of, out of Mr. Frisk. What, what are we going to do? I suggest we find him first, and then we'll find out. I'd rather find him with a plan, but oh, very, very well. I have my plan right here, she says, and squeezes the gun. But it, it's not, it's not the priest's fault, he's, he's just, he's just possessed. It's not his fault. Killing, killing the priest isn't going to kill the ghost, is it? Surely to goodness. Actually it can. In my experience, killing the living host of a possessed being could very well destroy the ghost or the spirit inside. And, and how, how, how extensive is your experience? Yeah, she opens the chamber of a revolver and starts counting the bullets and snaps it back in. Ah, that should do, she says. What, sorry? <laughs> I said, how extensive is your experience of, of, of killing live hosts of ghosts? I haven't done it yet. And, and what, what would possibly possess you to imagine that killing the person is going to get rid of the ghost? I have read it in a book. Uh, what? I read a lot of books. Come on now, she says. Look, look, I go, I've had a lot of experience. I've, I've, had, I've had experience with, I mean, not ghosts, I have to say, but a lot of these strange things and creatures. And, 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 and I tell you, it's experience that counts, not, not books. You, you can't go murdering somebody because of something you read in a book. That's still just murder. So I'll just wait then until he, you know, kills me. Is that a better idea, you think? Uh, I... And as far as creatures like that are concerned, I'd rather see them dead and gone 
forever than claiming another victim. But, but, but to, kill, to, 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 to get to try and get rid of one of these creatures at the cost of an innocent life, it's, it's, there, there must be another way. Well, we have already seen, and we know there's a way. Do we? Well, we've, we've read in this letter there are, there are things to do. We have to trap. We've got to trap that this thing back in that locket. Mm-hmm. In this one. And she bends down to pick up from uh, the carpeted floor what looks like a small silver locket. Where did you find that? I had it all along. How come? I found it outside while looking around. But it seems it's broken now, she says and holds it up to you. It's, uh, do you take a look? Yes. Yeah, it's a small silver locket. You can see that it, when you look closer, it seems like the, the lid of it has snapped off. You can still see the hinges. And inside there is uh, something written, but it's very small. It's hard to see. Is it possible to read it if one yes. peers? <laughs> uh, it is. Can, can, can I have a look at that? You can see it fine from there. And she holds it out to you. So I, I peer at it and what do I read? It says, till the sun grows cold. That's it. She looks around the floor. It looks like uh, it looks like the good father managed to get the lid of this locket with him when he left. That kind of sours the plan a little bit, don't you think? I have, I have to admit it does. Well, we'll have to get it back. We'll have to subdue him somehow. Get get the locket back. Yeah, sure. Ah, she takes the piece of the tablecloth on the on the table and wipes off the worst of the blood in her face. Ah, then have to replace that one. Come on then, let's go find him. She starts moving out towards the exit of the salon. Come on then. Do you want to stay here? I'll find him myself then. No, I'm coming. And she steps out into the into the what did we say? The entrance hall. Was the mm. Yeah. Meanwhile, Andreas or mm. Otto, mm? you come too, standing in front of, uh, very close to a wall. You're staring at what looks like a woman's face in relief, carved in stone. You're standing there, basically staring it dead in the eyes, just an inch from your face. It's the first thing you see. You have no idea where you are. <sighs> oh, oh, good Lord, protect me. I instantly reach for my uh, vial of holy water. Yes, it's still there in your pocket. When you touch it... I take a sip. No, you don't. Okay. No, I don't. <laughs> All right. I reach for it. Yeah. Dominic, can I have you blur for a moment, please? You can. Thank you. When you reach for the vial of holy water, you feel a strong resistance within you. You feel an acute sense of danger that you really shouldn't touch this. Something has happened. To be quite frank, you're, you're possessed now. Mm -hmm. Can I fight it somehow? Mm, maybe. Not right now. Mm -hmm. At this very moment, you, uh, you don't know. You don't realize that you are possessed. Mm -hmm. But you do know a few things, instinctively and very strongly. You know this. No one else can be trusted. But you must keep up appearances or you will die. You know that if someone finds out that you're not who you're supposed to be, you must kill them. And you do know that you have to keep this body. It's the only thing that can bring you to her. So that's what I'm, that's my goal. That's my, yeah, that's my, okay. And touching that vial 
you realize that would be a bad thing against for you the will of, of yeah right now okay so i need to keep this body uh, i can't trust anyone and i you need to keep up appearances keep up appearances yeah hmm? all right then uh, any other objectives like can i go on with do i do i remember the mystery can i you do remember what has happened until you blacked out uh-huh do i still want to pursue solving the mystery or do i want to be Yes, you do. You do realize that you don't remember your own name. Uh -huh. And you do realize as well that there is another person. Her. A woman. Uh -huh. You've forgotten her name as well and it's really important that you remember. That you find out. Her? Yeah. Okay. And you remember talking to uh, that other woman. So when, I, so when I think of myself as me, yeah. do I think of Otto Skoglund? I just don't remember my name or do I... Am I someone else? You're unsure. You're not sure what your name is. Okay. So I'm a, I'm, I'm a blank page. Yeah, but you have memories of what happened when you got here. It's just like certain details have been raised. Like your name. It, it's it's spotty. It's a bit foggy. You, you remember talking to that woman mm -hmm. in the salon. And she showed you something. And then... To, do I want to pursue solving the mystery? Yeah. Okay. You want to find out how to get to her. And who she is and who you are. Mm-hmm. Solving the mystery will, yeah, will bring it to her. Probably, maybe. Do you do you understand? Do you is it clear? I think or? so. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll bring Dominic back in. Are you back? I'm back. Great. Now you can still listen only because we're still just with Andreas. I'll tell you when you when you enter the scene. Mm. Yeah. So what do you do, Andreas? Well, first I I look about myself to see what what kind of a room am I in. Is it dark? Is it lit? Yeah, you're in um, you're in a, a rather dark hallway. At the, it seems like when you turn around, it seems like you're at the end of a hallway. Mm -hmm. It's lined with doors on either side, uh, maybe five on each side. You're standing, yeah, by the end of it, and uh, there are painted motifs on all the doors and all the walls. Mm -hmm. It seems to be Greek. You remember this. These are gods and goddesses, and they are painted on the doors. Different gods and different goddesses in every door. Okay. And I, I take in the relief. She's at the end of the hallway, I assume. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's very dominant. It's, uh, it's a woman. You seem to recognize her. You maybe have seen her somewhere else inside of this castle, but it's a bit foggy right now. Can it be Artemis from the painting? Artemis, yes, that could be it. That's the name that comes flashing back to you now. Mm. And there's also, she's standing, she's holding her hand on the head of a, of a dog, also in relief and in stone. A snarling dog, its jaw open. Yes, I remember the man with the dog as well. Maybe I turn around and I, I start walking fast uh, back mm. along the hallway. I don't open the doors. These uh, Greek gods and goddesses don't mean much to me. At the moment, at least. Mm. So I I go back the hallway until I reach a door that does not have a Greek deity on it. You don't have to walk far until you realize that the, the hallway is, um, is opening up on one side into a stairway. And then at the same time you hear the voices of two other people talking, coming closer. Do I recognize the voices? Yes. It's the woman from downstairs and yes. The other voice is familiar as well. Is it the man with the dog? Yes, it's the man with the dog. Yes. The man with the dog. 
I shout to them. Oh there. Right, Dominic. In the entrance hall, there's a there's a grand sweeping staircase that goes up to the second floor. Uh, as soon as you enter the hallway, or very soon after, you hear a voice calling out from from the top of the stairs. You can't see anyone just yet. Do I recognize the voice? Uh, it sounds like the father. What what did you shout? Hello there. Ho there. Ho there. Yeah, that's what you hear. So I I start quickly up the stairs. Wait. Sibylla lays a hand on your shoulder. She's hurrying along beside you. Take it easy. We don't know what he wants or who he is. Remember? Is that is that you, Carl? Carl, was it the hunter with the with the dog? It is. It is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is it? Is it? Is it Otto? Otto. Oh, father, yeah. father Skoglund. Indeed, Father Skoglund. Uh, are, are you are you all right? Yeah, sure. I'm. I'm walking and talking. I briskly walk down the stairs, two stairs at a at a stride. All right. So as you get as you take a few steps down, you see Carl uh, the the hunter, Carl mm? Nilsson, and the woman, and she's leveling a gun at you as you step walk downwards. Stop right there. Oh, Sibylla, w- w- what's wrong? Lower the gun. Are you sure you're all right? She says. Of course I am. Why, why wouldn't I be? Well, you clocked me quite good, she says. You can see that she has uh, blood on her face. I? Why would I? I'm a, I'm a priest. Mm-hmm. I'm an ordained vicar. Why would I clock you? It's a good question. So you don't remember? Is that what you're saying? I will admit that my memory is rather hazy. But we were in the salon and we we uh, opened the the grand painting and did you did you find anything in behind the painting, Carl? I I I I did and we can talk about that, but we can't talk about that while there are guns being leveled in here. I agree. Please lower lower your weapon. There doesn't seem to be any threat here. I'm not sure I want that thing to get any closer to us, she says. Thing? What are you, what are you talking about? This lady uh, claims that, uh, that that you've been possessed by the ghost, Otto, and not only that 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 you that you that you hit her. Listen, child. If it makes you feel safer, keep the gun up, keep it pointed at me. But if you shoot that at me, then the Lord help you. I guess I can live with that for now, she says, and she backs down the stairs. Are those agreeable terms to you? Come on, Carl, she says. Let's keep some distance, don't you think? Uh, it's hard to know what to think. Uh, all of these things which which you talk about, I wasn't there to, for, uh, to, to see a witness. Uh, I have no idea what's happened here. From what I've heard, being clocked, as you put it, often brings hazy memories as well. Perhaps you think I was the one who struck you, when in fact, I did not. Okay, so if your version of events is true, then what happened? Why did you leave? I don't know. As I said, I have hazy memories myself. Mm-hmm. I've already told you, you can keep a gun up if you want to. Should we maybe get going? We need to solve this. Well, oh, well, uh, uh, just just a minute, Otto. Uh, from from what this lady says, this thing, this ghost is is within you now. So... 
I, I have to admit, it feels a bit odd to be trying to go and search for a solution of something that's that's within one of the people who is supposedly searching for the solution. Now, I'm, I'm not saying that you can't be of help, uh, Father, but uh, um, uh, but it's it's a strange situation, and that's for sure. Mm. Are you feeling warm, Father? Am I feeling warm? You are. Uh, no, not at the moment. You feel uh, no. I say, touch me. Go on, feel my hand, feel my forehead. Uh, don't, says Sibylla. I'll take your word for it, uh, Otto. If you say you're, you're... I'll go up, I'll go up to him and, and like stand real close, looking him dead in the eye. Touch my forehead. If you say you're not warm, then you're not warm, Otto, and that's fine. That's that's good enough for me. But I want to, I want to settle this worry that's growing inside you. We can't. We're not going to solve this mystery if you're going to go distrusting me, will we now? And I take his hand. I'm. I'm not. <laughs> uh, uh, Otto. Um, he takes your hand. What do you do? You, how do you react? React to that? I, I. I twist my hand out of his grip. Okay. Say so now, now. Now look. Was it warm? Uh, no. It, it. It. It wasn't. Good. It wasn't. Can we go? Out? Can we move on then? But Otto, are you saying that you don't believe that this thing is inside you? I think this thing might have been inside me, but has left. Well, I suppose that's perfectly possible. Very, very well. You know, there are ways we could test this, says Sibylla. Uh, such as? The easiest option would be for me to shoot him. Next option? That's not a test, is it? That's just murder. Well, like, maybe I could put the bullet somewhere not lethal. Just enough to scare the ghost out of him. How close am I to her? She's keeping a careful distance of around, uh, <laughs> she's about uh, five yards away. Okay. And you have a distinct feeling that if you would uh, do something, like lash She'd out, yeah. she would fire. Mm -hmm. She is staring at you intently. No, I, I'm staring at her dead in the eye back and just... Mm. <sighs> What's next? What did you find, uh, Carl? Uh, very well. I mean... Uh, it feels like a ridiculous situation stuck between somebody who might have a ghost in them and somebody who's who, who's trigger happy and 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 is desperate to shoot somebody for no good reason. No good reason. No good reason. Yes. So if you would have woken up with blood on your face, you would have just thought that was perfectly fine. Wouldn't feel threatened at all. Well, the best way to solve this is to solve the mystery, and then the ghost is gone. Whoever it possesses. Is that not true? Yes. Yes, well, very well. Well, look, uh, behind the painting, there's there's a tunnel. Further in, uh, there, there's, uh, there's a room. It's not a comfortable room to be in. There's a book. It has, it, has, it has names and dates, and it seems to be a record of people who've died and the ways that they've died. And I, and I tell you, there doesn't seem to be a single name in that book of anybody who's died of natural causes or peacefully in their sleep far from it around the walls there's there are there are all kinds of uh, well they, they seem to be mementos the the inescapable conclusion is that they they relate to the people in this in this book it seems to be some sort of memorial room hmm. for this uh, society to artemis or whatever it's called that's uh, that's that's something by itself but but then there was something in the room it, 
cold and a stain, a, a voice, a voice that spoke to me, and a voice or some presence that blew out the candles. I was there in pitch darkness, and the, and the the doorway into the room had gone. I was trapped in there until until something. There was some shriek from somewhere else. Perhaps it was from you, Sibylla. You, I, 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 I just don't know. But anyway, it seemed to break some kind of spell, and uh, my candles lit themselves again. And I was there. The doorway was back, and the room was full of water. I was, I was, I was ankle deep in water. And and this this voice, this voice saying, uh, "Why did you take the books? Why did you take the books?" And uh, there's some some name, Canute, uh, uh, I think. I asked who it, who it was. Who uh, there was there was there was no answer. Dominic, Dominic, could you blur for just a second, please? As you hear this mm-hmm. about the mis- the books and the name, you feel like an electrical current within yourself. This fits. This is what it's all about. This is you. I'm Knut. Yes. Uh huh. That's your name. It's back to you now. Good. Good. And the books. Yes, you need to find the books. Yeah. And you need to return them to... To... Oh, what's her name? Is it to her? I need to return them. To her. Yes. Her. Do I know what books they're referring to? What the books are? You get an, you get an image in your, in your mind of, uh, of a stack of books. Just a flash, but then the, the image is gone. Mm-hmm. You would need something else. You would need to... This memory is important, but you can't seem to get hold of it. What about the books? Okay? Okay. So, I think like this. Uh, could you roll for observation, please, Dominic? I can. <laughs> Three successes. Right. So, um, uh, actually, can you blur again? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Can you roll for manipulation, please, Andreas? Okay. I think you realize that you're you're giving something away here. This was a profound insight, and it's uh, no success. It's going to show on your face. No successes. No successes. No. Okay. Good. I'm 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 like. <gasps> yeah. I hear the name Knut. <laughs> okay, cool. Let's bring him back. Should we tell him, or should I act it out? Mm, good question. Are you uh, listening again? I am. All right. So uh, when you start talking about this. Staring at the father while doing so, you notice a reaction. What does he see, Andreas? Uh, he sees uh, Father Skoglund shine up with clear recognition of the name Knut. And as you mentioned, the books, I, I start nodding. Yes, yes, the books, yeah. And I'm mumbling like under my breath. Sibylla probably doesn't hear it, but you hear it. Yes, yes, the books, yes. Mm. Need to get them to her. Uh, Otto, you this this name—it's familiar to you. What? The, the the name, Canute. It meant something to you. Yeah, it's a very common name. No, but uh, Otto, Otto, you—I I saw in your face you knew who this was. These books. You must tell us what what you know. Canute, no, I I think I might have seen it on some painting I passed in here. Sibylla takes a step closer. Carl, what did you see? Did he react? Tell me. He did react. He knew he was saying. He was saying, of course, the the books. What? No. No. (laughs) I most certainly did not. Carl, get away from him. 
get away from me right now. Otto. Feel my hand, feel my hand. Oh, no, no, thank you. I've done enough of that. Yeah, I, either that ghost is speaking through you or you're lying. Get back from him right now, Carl. We need to solve the mystery. We need to solve the mystery. And then the ghost is gone. Good as that. Sibylla cocks the hammer over her gun. Now, 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 Sibylla, just, 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 just take, take it easy here. I look at her like instantly when the, when the cock snaps, I just switch my gaze to her. You don't want to do that, Sibylla. Or what? You're going to jab me in the face again? The Lord will protect me. About the, about the Lord, uh, Otto. Yes. Uh, just as a, I mean, we've had one test, which is that you're, you, you say you're not warm and you did indeed at that moment not seem to be warm. You have this holy water. Now, how would it be if you just, you know, splash a few drops of that upon yourself, as you did indeed earlier on in the, in the salon? Do you think this water is just any water? Do you think you can go to I can go to the church and go just go like write a note and, and a couple and, of drops, Otto? You know, just commission a liter after liter with it. A couple of drops, this Otto. Is sacred water. This isn't for some silly test. Just a couple of drops. You hear a loud bang as the gun goes off. Oh, really? No one seems hit. The gun, when you look that way, is pointed at the floor. And Sibylla says, Now, I think that was a very interesting idea, Father. Why don't you take out that vial and just splash a few drops in your own face? This is not to be handled lightly. We're not saying... This is sacred water. This is the the drops of the Lord. Carl, she says, unless you find a way out of this very soon, I'm going to put a bullet in this man, or whatever he is. Now, now, Sibylla, just you know, this is this is he's a priest. Just just take it easy now. Look farther, and I I, I walk up to him, just you know, in a calming kind of kind of manner. I think you can sense Father Scoglin being tense, like a like a drawn bowstring. You know, like just quivering with with tenseness. Okay, look, we all want the same thing here. Exactly, to solve the mystery. We just, we we all want the same thing. We just want yeah. to solve this. Yeah. So I I come right up to him, and I you know I kind of you know just kind of warmly take his shoulder. Uh-huh. Feel me, I'm not warm, am I? Yeah, no, you're not. You're not. You're you're quite right. You're absolutely you're absolutely not. And then, with my right hand, I look I, over at, uh, the, at Sibylla. Does she still have the gun up? Yeah, she's looking. Uh, yeah, or she's does she following. have it pointed, pointed to the floor still? Yeah, it is. She's looking at what Carl is doing. So I'm looking over at her and like looking at the, the gun uh-huh. being pointed towards the ground. So I I drive uh, the strongest right hook I can <laughs> up into the bottom of your jaw, with the full intention of knocking you out. You can certainly try. Yeah, combat, combat. PvP fighting. <laughs> right, so that's a close combat call, a close combat roll then. Mm-hmm. Can I defend against it in some way? Good question. I set uh, it up in such a way as it would be a surprise <laughs> attack, just to say, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's a strong man. I wasn't. I'm not going to kind of go like you know, put mm-hmm. my fists up and go. Yeah, yeah. So. This is what happens. You get to roll for Vigilance, Andreas, to see if you see this surprise attack coming. Ooh, two, two dice. No success. Right, do you want to push that? Nah. And get nah. a condition? No? No, no. No. Okay, so then you... Did you roll for close combat? 
Dominic? Uh, no. It's actually force if it's an unarmed attack. Oh, that's true. Force. Sorry, thank you, Andreas. Yeah. Okay. One success. Yeah, that's a hit. Okay. So. <laughs> Puny. <laughs> Should we roll for initiative or or do? Yeah, you get a free shot in. So basically, you you uh, you take one condition. I take condition. Okay, I don't. Okay, I don't. No, you. That would be battered, of course. I mean, just to say, if you do a very strong right hook and you hit the bottom of the jaw, <laughs> you you do stand a very good chance of knocking somebody out. I'm just saying. Yeah. But I, I, you would have needed some more successes for that. I think. Aye, fair you, enough. Fair if enough. If you landed yeah. like a few more successes, you could yeah, have chosen okay. to do. He, Father Schooling is a strong man, as you said. Mm. Yeah. So then we all roll for initiative. Okay. Okay. It's not cards. It's a roll. Yeah. I mean, it's it's cards. But since we can't draw cards now, and if we roll the same, we'll just re-roll. A D10. I don't have a 10 here. You don't have a 10? Can we just roll a d6? Okay, let's do that then. Okay. I'm gonna roll my big dragon die. Solid five. Five. A solid three. A solid three. And for Sibylla? A solid two. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh-oh. So she goes first. Ah, you're supposed to roll low. I thought you were yeah. supposed to roll high. No! No, no. <laughs> Oh, now things start to look up. Yeah. So what what she's going to do is she go, she's going to follow Carl's lead and dive at uh, the good father, trying to tackle him to the ground. And she's uh, she's a fast-moving girl, this one. At least in theory. Let's see. Yeah, she uh, she rushes you and manages to get uh, a good grip on your upper body, pushing you to the floor. Can I? Do you want to uh, use fast action to try to get out of that? Yeah, I'm gonna try and dodge that. Uh, not much chance of success, but I'll try. It's agility for yeah. dodging. No, yeah, no, that's a fail. Yeah, so she pushes you backwards. You stumble backwards, tripping on the stairs, basically sitting down sharply, and uh, you uh, lose one action. Mm-hmm. So I have no action then. Huh? You have no action. I just spent my fast action, so... Yeah. And Dominic, or Carl, what do you want to do? So he's he's now sitting down. Yeah. She kind of tackled him, so he yeah, flew okay, backwards. Okay, so he's kind of fallen yeah. backwards. Yeah. Is he sort of a bit kind of lying backwards on the stairs? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so so Carl is going to is going to try and and kick the good father in in the bollocks. He's <laughs> going to try and kick him oh, between the legs. I love the dirty fighting if, techniques. Yeah. If we're ever in a fight, IRL Dominic, I know what your act will be. <laughs> Let's go for the nuts. <laughs> oh, the poor father. Okay, so it's another force roll then for you. Okay. That's no, no successes. Do you want to push it and get a condition? Um, yes. Okay, roll again. <laughs> That's four sixes out of five dice. 
Wow. Oh, I, I feel a bit sorry, actually. I mean, yeah. you know, that that's that's brutal. It is. So let's are deal you gonna, with your... Are you going to kill me with a kick to the nuts? <laughs> well, it's not unheard of, I suppose. But let's deal with your condition first, the one you yeah. get from... from uh, uh, maybe you're, like, overexerting yourself or straining yourself somehow when you're doing that kick. What do you think, Dominic? Yes. Uh, I mean, one could, you know, maybe 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 pulled the muscle a bit. Yeah. yeah. In his leg. You know, he's not used to doing this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Suddenly jerking his leg up and extending it in that kind of way. Um, uh, battered, maybe. Or wounded. Yeah, I suppose wounded might be. It sounds a bit over the top for a pulled muscle, doesn't it? Okay, okay, we'll go for battered. Yeah. So, uh, four successes. That means you can do four damage. Or you can get a lot of other interesting extra effects from uh, all those extra dice. Oh, like, like what? Yeah, you can uh, you can also use them to extra successes to stress your enemy, which means your attack causes mental conditions rather than physical ones. You can push the enemy into another area. You can make them drop a weapon or item. You can uh, grapple them. Ah. And uh, yeah, but you can basically you yeah. could make him you could break him. Okay. In a way that he can't that he can't move that he can't. Uh, would you like to do that? Well, I guess really and truly, uh, that is kind of what I'm. I am seeking to incapacitate him. Yeah, uh, I'm afraid to say. I mean, by your description of, of what you were intending to do, it sounded like a really brutal uh, kick. I mean, it, it, so 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 if I use if I use all those to, to to break him, then 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 we're actually in critical injury rolling land, are we? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I mean that's a bit serious, isn't it? Um, I'm not sure I quite want to go there. But if you don't break him, he, I mean, what would you... He can come back, right? Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Okay, well, well I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. So I'll roll here, D66. Yeah. 50. Oh, my 50? God. 54. Internal bleeding. I'm dead within one D6 rounds. What? Yep. Okay, Carl's starting to feel a bit bad here. After that brutal kick, you see literally the ghost leaving the good father. As the same scene happens again, a blue flash, a ghost rising out of that prone body and a howl of pain. And that's where we end the episode. Oh, you're oh. going to kill me, Dominic! <laughs> I, blimey, that is sort of kill or cure, or maybe both. Yeah, or, you need to succeed on, on that, on that I, medicine I, roll, man. I am feeling a bit bad now. I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I slightly, slightly overshot my target there. <laughs> I think, I think that's what was needed. I, I thought you might, you were, you were going for the flask. Yeah. It, it, it's just, it's just that Carl. Like Carl, if I wouldn't sprinkle it on myself, maybe you would, but you went for the, you went for force instead. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, well, well. I mean, the thing is that Carl, what Carl reckoned was that, like Otto, is a he's a really strong man, mm -hmm. and that and that he he he'd, he'd probably only have a couple of chances at, at, at downing him. Mm. Um, 
and that in a, in a wrestle, in a straightforward wrestle. I mean, you know, Carl's he's strong. He's spent his life, you know, as a woodsman and hunter and so on. Mm. But still, you know, he he, he wasn't sure that he was necessarily going to win against against Otto. Um, so he Sorry. thought he, he was going to have to incapacitate him in order to get that vial of holy water and sprinkle it onto him. So, you know, it was all in Otto's best interest to try and <laughs> try and drive the ghost out. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, it's like, you know, this 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 woman, this this mad trigger happy woman, you know, is threatening to blow his brains out. So mm. he had to do something. Um, yeah. But everything, he have, uh, uh, Carl has to admit that everything has, has not gone completely according to plan. <laughs> Got slightly out of control here. Yeah, um, but I mean... It's an extraordinary situation, after all, trying to deal yeah, with all this yeah. that's happening. Desperate we'll, times, desperate yeah. measures. Yeah, we'll see if that uh, if that friendship uh, is going to last or not between <laughs> <laughs> the father and the hunter after this. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I also want to mention, though, that Sibylla Lövestad is actually an, a Patreon NPC. Is she really? Uh-huh. Yeah. Who is it? And uh, uh, it's... Uh, Courtesy of our dear Chetil. Ah, Chetil. That you're gaming our Norwegian, with. On our Norwegian friend. Yeah, isn't he in the Patreon campaign? He is in the Patreon campaign that I'm GMing for our Demon Lord patrons, indeed. Oh, yes. yeah. fantastic. Mm. Well, yeah. well, she's a great character. Yeah, and I, ah, yeah, she hasn't played all of her cards well, yet. Thanks, Chetil. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we'll, she has yet more to reveal. Uh, oh, but, cool. um, yeah, cool. so we're in, in this little pickle uh, with mm-hmm. a dying priest and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and yeah, we'll see how it all plays out next mm-hmm. week, I guess. Is it just one roll, fail or succeed, or do, does he get to roll once per round since it's like a number of rounds until I die? For medicine? Yeah. I'll have to think about that. <laughs> I mean, there's, an whole, there's a whole week left for there's me to come up left. with that. Yeah. yeah. For you to... <laughs> To sweat oh. a bit. Yeah, yeah so what you said for wasn't sweating for, enough already. Yeah. For Carl to wrestle with his conscience and mm-hmm. live with the consequences of his actions. Well, yeah. I did I did create four character uh, options for you to pick uh-huh. from, Matthias. That's true. Maybe I'll have to just swap to another. I like Otto. I really yeah. like him. Hmm. Uh. And if you get the kick to the balls, you get a kick to the balls. Yeah. It's not much to do. Right. Uh, so, thank you, all our listeners. We hope you enjoyed this uh, as much <laughs> as I did. <laughs> this brutal episode of Vasan. <laughs> and uh, yeah, have a good one. See you soon. When Sweden rolls once, come on, guys. Again. Again. You've been listening to Sweden Rolls playing Väsen, starring Anneli Hid, Ingla Lund, Andreas Lundström, Dominic Kelly and Mattias Redbo. Väsen is a role-playing game published by Fria Ligan, Free League Publishing. And please also check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash swedenrolls, where you can help us do this show by donating a small amount and you also get access to lots of cool stuff if you do that. You get exclusive bonus episodes, prequels with the characters from the show, 
monthly interviews, bloopers, original soundtracks and much much more. You can also get access to our Discord channel with daily discussions and hangouts. And the higher level Patreons even get to play games with us. You can also help out by reviewing us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and by interacting with us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. The music on the show is composed by our very own Andreas Lundström. Until next time, stay safe and don't forget to walk backwards three times around a rock the next time you take a walk through the woods. If you want to get back safely, that is. Sweet dreams. <laughs>